Hi, welcome back to the Man Reimagined podcast. My name is Richard Ayling. This is a shorter and sharper episode. It's a little different. Typically, Malcolm and I have invited uh, experts, if you will, people that have had a lot of experience in the men's workspace, in the personal development or wellness space, to share their insights, their wisdom, their goal, to, to hopefully teach us something. What we haven't done is invite someone on that is relatively new to this space and yet has an amazing story to tell and, and plenty of insight and wisdom to share themselves. And that's what I've tried to do in this episode with Chris Bart. Chris Bart is relatively new to the field of men's work. He discovered it actually now about two years ago through one of my uh, men's circles coming out of what he describes as a, you know, pretty tricky relationship, starting to question what it means to be a man and who he was and was a really in a really interesting space. And from diving into circle work to some coaching with me to coming along to a retreat, he's had a profound transformation. And this truly isn't about me. This is his story. And he's gone all the way to now creating his own men's group in Karlsruhe in Germany in person, uh, along with his friend Rick. It's about his journey and, and in sharing his, I hope to inspire anyone else out there listening that is maybe also uh, sitting on the fence that's kind of into or questioning men's work, but doesn't typically uh, get involved at this level yet. There's a lot of people out there, a lot of men reading uh, books, they're listening to podcasts, but they haven't actually taken the plunge yet. I became more aware of this recently when... Uh, I realized that one of the men who is coming to my upcoming men's retreat in Denmark in a couple of weeks is someone that has been following my work uh, since he discovered me in Bali a few years back. I'm unaware of him, but he's actually coming all the way over from America to take part. Now, this is an honor and it blows my mind, but it also tells me that there are people out there that are just sitting in the shadows, if that doesn't sound too weird, <laughs> just doing their own thing and, and waiting and just biding their time and taking their taking the time and finding the right moment or, or maybe holding back and so this is for you you know this is for you if you're kind of like this all sounds great rich but yeah like i'm, I'm kind of a bit unsure I'm at the beginning this is about uh sharing chris's journey with you i hope that it lands in the way that it's uh, that it's meant to he's going to tell you his story uh it's short and it's powerful and it's impactful chris is someone that uh said yes immediately even though he's not actually been on a, a podcast before. His humility, his honesty, his candor are something that I really, really appreciate. And I hope you do too. We do mention this retreat uh, or the version of it that Chris went to uh, last year uh, and quite deliberately because, as I mentioned earlier, I do have another one upcoming that I'm running with my friends Heiko and Jakob and there are still a few spots available. It's uh, just across the... A German border in, in Denmark. And if this is something that's interest, interesting for you, uh, the 3rd to the 6th of April, uh, there is a link at the bottom of the show notes. If you're listening to this um, after the fact, there is another one uh, in June. And, and whenever you're listening to it, uh, I hope that uh, there's something available that could be of interest, whether it's by me, my friends or somebody else, ultimately isn't the point. Um, I'm really interested in you uh, getting interested in, and, and just, just t taking the plunge into some form of men's work that feels good for you.
And if I've done that, if I've helped you do that, then I've done my job. So without any more jibber-jabber from me, I now give you Chris Bart. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Mammary Imagine podcast. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you, Rich. Thanks for having me. Super, super nice to have you on here. I mean, I've already explained a little bit to people listening as to why I brought you on. You know, you're a friend, you're someone I've had in my field for a couple of years now. Um, and I just would really love men to kind of understand your trajectory because it's such a beautiful one. Um, and you do speak really nicely and clearly about uh, experiences and it's just another voice that's different to mine. <laughs> um, so if we dive into, uh, we'll start from the beginning, like how did you discover kind of men's work, men's circles? What was the kind of cause of that? So um, I think it's important to understand that um, I had been going through um, quite a difficult time about uh, three years ago, three, four years ago, uh, when I was going uh, through um, a separation. And um, I was, I had truly lost any understanding of, of who I was and what my values were. And um, I was feeling insecure um, with myself and especially also uh, in, in groups of other people and especially in groups um, of men. And that was very much the case in a, in a personal or, or private context, less so in, in my job where um, I was still more or less uh, feeling self-confident, but in a less or in a, in a, almost in an unhealthy way. And um, after, I don't know, a few months of, of really struggling with my situation, I, um, I felt the, the inner impulse to, to join um, a men's group um, without knowing at all what this was all about. And the first impulse was more of a, I need to prove to myself that I can do this, that I have the balls to, to dial in. It was an online group run by you. Uh, and um, it was the first, the first trigger was, can I do this? You know, am I brave enough to join this group and, and, um, and experience something new? And um, I can still remember uh, that was maybe two years ago, um, how, how eye-opening this first experience was and how immediately I felt that um, that this was so helpful. And it was helpful because it made me feel less alone with, with my topics. And um, while all of the men had different um, situations in life and, and different challenges and struggles uh, themselves, still it felt as if you know, I was not alone and um, I could share my feelings and my, uh, my challenges and um, sometimes um, very personally and sometimes just listening in. And that immediately felt um, like something that um, was missing in my life. And over the time, I, I realized um, that beyond the sharing um, and not feeling alone, that there was... That, that there was content and some of the theories um, of, of men's work that really 
um, struck me in a, in a, in a way that was, it, it almost felt like, yes, exactly. That's what I've been dealing with uh, for such a long time. And, um, and that's how the journey began. Wow. Thanks for being so honest right from the start. And you definitely spoke to me in, in exactly how I found my way into this work as well. Um, so that was kind of really cool to hear. I'm, I'm curious to, <laughs> if you're willing to share your, your initial moments in, in that group, because you mentioned sharing and also listening were two profound things and then learning aspects of men's work. But before we kind of dive into the value of those, like what was your initial kind of uh, first few moments or minutes in that men's group like? Because so many men, that's kind of the, the biggest hurdle is actually choosing to go because it's like, what on earth is this? And then I've experienced uh, online circles where men, they're there for a few minutes and then they just they check out. <laughs> they're just like, okay, now nah, I'm out. You know, so the, the, I feel like those first few minutes are, um, are pretty big. Like how, uh, how was your experience of them? So as I had no clue whatsoever what this was what this was all about and what was going to happen, I was, of course, I was nervous and um, anxious about learning what this was all about. But what struck me the most from the very beginning was that everyone was coming from the same place. Everyone was there to have an open and honest conversation and a conversation without any status, any hierarchies um, that, you know, we as men so easily um, drift into, you know, mm. the second question that I asked, and I get asked still a lot, when I get to know another man is, and what do you do for a living? And immediately with asking that question, a certain, you know, hierarchical level is, is created, and it changes the conversation. And the beauty of the men's circle for me was that it, this was not what it was all about. We were all coming from the same place of having that deep desire to just have an open and honest conversation. And that's the feeling that was created from the very, very beginning and that I ever since enjoyed so much and made me come back um, for, 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 the, for the coming years. Yeah, like, what is it about groups of men as well? Because you mentioned earlier that um, when you're in that space of questioning a lot about yourself, I've definitely been there, like being around groups of people is challenging, but especially groups of men. So what, what was it about um, that? Was it was it the hierarchical piece? Was, was there other factors? Like, how would you describe your relationship to groups of men before uh, joining the circle? Yeah, I would definitely say that it was mainly driven by my understanding of within a group of men, you need to play a certain role or you need to be, um, you need to represent a certain value through what you do and not so much who you are. And um, I had gone through a period of time where everything that, um, or many of the things that I once believed were creating my value, my self-worth were questioned and um, upright um, told as, as, as not being um, 
what was what was needed and what was wanted. And looking back, I can very much understand that. Um, so I was at a place where I had no clue whatsoever of who I was. I had the feeling that that this is what men do when they have conversations, when they have relationships, um, and um, and friendships. Um, and suddenly, I had lost that. I had lost um, what what once um, made me as a as a man. Hmm. And how long do you think, like, it, it, did it take, like, what kind of work were you doing uh, in order to kind of shift that? What kind of understandings were you having beyond kind of just kind of talking with men beyond, you know, beyond hierarchy? Like, what kind of shifted for you? Because you're not in that space anymore, super clearly. Like, so what were your kind of learnings? Mm. So it was a journey. And, um, and at the very beginning, it was very much about not no longer feeling alone with my topics, and um, and soon I realized that there is um, something within men's work that explains what happened to me, and I'm a very rational person, um, and um, that helped me a lot. Um, you once brought up the uh, the nice guy syndrome and the recovering nice guy as a as a, also way forward, and that resonated strongly with me at the period um that that i was in and that was maybe a year or a year and a half after the separation and um it it was eye-opening in the way that i realized yes that's exactly what happened to me and you know not coming from a place of you know any uh malintended um, wishes or anything it just happened and um it was it was a journey by itself and um realizing that I was not the only one that this was that this this was happening to, and that there's actually people that uh, like you that that work with these topics and and help men um, on that journey um, as a recovering nice guy. That was very very important for me, and um, and ever since I've been I've been diving into those topics, wanting to understand more. Sometimes I, um, I spend uh, periods of weeks where I really go into a certain topic and then I realize that I need a bit of a break. And, and it's been a journey. It's been a journey of different phases. Um, and, um, and I now feel in a place where um, I probably have never been as, as strong um, and clear um, as a man as I've ever been before that feels great knowing that this is still part of a journey wow wow like i, I want to jump in because i love listening to you speak and i'm just wondering if we can dial in on this nice guy thing because i've you know spoken about it on separate podcasts um but i'd love to hear you explain what being a nice guy actually looked like because so many men myself included don't identify with a tag and when they hear it they're like hey eh? I'm not a nice guy, you know, and then yet when you, I, we look at, read about, learn about what those qualities of a nice guy are, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know, so what are those qualities? Like, who had you uh, become or perhaps always been if, if you're open to sharing that? Um, so I think for me that the main the main or the, the key message of, of, of the nice guy is that um, that I always put myself 
last and realizing that this is not what um, women or friends, um, any anyone having a relationship with me would actually want putting mm. myself last. That for me was actually the, the key message. And of course, there's many reasons um, and, and um, you know, going back to the way that I was brought up, um, the way that, um, you know, the father figure, the mother figure, um, the way that, um, that I was led into adulthood um, played, played a role. Um, my first um, relationships played a role. And then, of course, building a family build, um, or, or played, played a, a substantial role uh, in that. And um, within that family context, um, my perception of my role was that um, I was there to function and provide um, and um, and putting, as I said, putting myself um, very far down um, on, on, on the ladder of priorities and um, realizing that this is not what the world wants. Uh, for me that's not what what people in my life want and uh, that was for me the the most important and eye-opening um, understanding and then from there starting to learn that what are the traits that that represent a healthy masculinity versus a nice guy and a nice guy is you know I, I'm not a bad man now that I realized that I used to be a nice guy um, I still love caring and supporting and, and, and being there for other people. Um, but I've learned that um, it is even more important for me personally and also for the people in my life to be clear um, about uh, my boundaries, about you know, where I want to go and what my values are and um, um, not being uh, reactive to or, or too reactive to what is happening um, uh, in the world. Mm. Nicely put, sir. And so, if we kind of fast forward along this journey a little bit, like you're, as as I am a recovering nice guy, you know, we still can identify with that part of us. Although I think I'll speak for myself, it's much much more in the past, especially now that I can own it and just kind of speak to it. Um, and it's a practice, right? It's really a journey. But skip down the line. Um, I'd love to kind of ask you about uh, the retreat that you came to my retreat, you know, to be fully transparent. So there's no, um, no confusion. Like I, I organized a retreat last year with uh, a couple of friends. Um, and I'd, I'd love to hear your kind of experience uh, of that and, and what value that gave you, because there's online circles and, and sitting in a circle of men for an evening. And then there's diving into um, a retreat, you know, where I think men, tend to think less about giving themselves retreats it's typically more women uh, invest in things like that and if you do go on a retreat as a man it seems to be either extreme kind of um, personal development intense type stuff or um, or it's just like going out for a, a boozy weekend with some friends or a surf trip or something and so what I slash we had tried to put together was something that seemed very open where men could just kind of come together um, and of course, we've got a couple more coming up, which is partly why I wanted uh, you to share your experience so that other men can uh, come check them out if they are looking for the, the same things uh, that you experienced. So 
like over to you like uh what was your experience of entering that container and then what did it give you so going into the retreat i almost had the feeling that the content of the retreat and the way that it was set up those four days with the uh daily shifting agendas was was um, put together just for my personal um uh, journey where i was on on that journey it, it, it was so deeply relevant um in 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 almost all of the aspects and what i'd like to um, what i'd like to add is that um i had um just come out of a two months uh traveling uh, situation so i i was in between jobs and i had the opportunity to travel so i had spent a lot of time by by myself a lot of time to think and i had also had my first experiences um, of having a new relationship uh, which uh, didn't work out in the end um, um, before i went traveling and then going into that retreat I, as i said i had the feeling that this was so super relevant for me and i think the, the most relevant part was um, that um, it was for me almost an ideal combination of the content of what men's work and healthy masculinity and femininity are uh, and feminine are, are all about um, and activities that help us um, take those learnings into into you know real life uh, situations even though it was a closed retreat uh, kind of situation but for me it felt um, so well put together and um, everything was was strongly uh, grounded in that in that um, men's work and what is healthy masculine and healthy uh, feminine and um, as the days were were set up going through um, first the masculine and the feminine and then um, on the last day combining those two um, and also the activities combined with that uh, I felt that uh, this was so relevant and um, when I went out of uh, the retreat um, I almost had the feeling that I was um, on steroids in, in the sense that <laughs> I had never I had never felt as present and masculine um, uh, before and as you said it is not because there was any i don't know uh wrestling or screaming or anything or beer drinking it was just because it was so relevant uh and it helped me understand a lot about where i had come from and also it helped me um understand what my next phase would be um, and that was very much about that non-reactive part about um uh, as a healthy masculine trait and also um, the fact of um, being able to hold an emotional space right? so that was for me that was the most uh, relevant uh, going out of that and i had the feeling that um, i would I, I wanted to to um, especially holding that space i wanted to to take this into my own world and um, as you know i then asked you whether you could help me uh, to um, together with a friend um, uh, to open uh, also a men's circle uh, in the area that I live in, which simply as an outcome of the retreat felt as if this this was the next the next phase the next uh, part of the journey. Wow, I mean, before we dive into that, like um, I'm a bit hurt that you didn't mention the uh, 
the homemade pizza in the oven. That was like <laughs> I thought. I thought that was worth a mention personally. Um, but um, <laughs> that was a major highlight, actually. But no, thank you, thank you for that um, for that feedback. And the, I wasn't expecting to hear you mention this kind of em emotional uh, container, actually. And so it's it's really helpful for me to hear that that was something that you you really took away and then back into into real life and just how strong you felt um and to reiterate what you said that i'd said is you know <laughs> there's so many ideas of masculine uh or ma healthy masculinity and, and men's work and i think differentiation is is a, a, a better way to put it you know there's, there's, there's nothing better or worse but for sure like horses for courses as we say in english and not everyone's down for wrestling and shouting and um I'm sure it has a place in certain moments, but uh, that's kind of if if you if anyone's listening that resonates with my journey and Chris's, then um, yeah, that's 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 not kind of always appropriate, you know. It's just, the, the, something very different kind of came out of this container, and I like the fact that you mentioned the the the, the healthy femininity. It's like that exists in all of us as well. It's not we're leaning towards uh, one end of this kind of spectrum, and that's what we need to be. It's like, well, where are you on this spectrum? And, are you cool with that and wh where can we develop skills um what's necessary for us you know there's nothing wrong with us it's not like we're not masculine enough that's i don't believe that's what healthy masculinity is so um yeah um, thanks for coming on board and uh not just to this call but i mean to for this journey and, and to that retreat and I'm, I'm really happy to hear what you got out of it so thanks man um to the circle unless you wanted to sort of say anything to my my ramble there pizza was great uh, was also a very masculine, <laughs> experience. Uh, very masculine experience <laughs> there's there's a video clip of me kind of having sort of put the dough and and you know rolled it out and then flipping it up in the end spinning it and catching it as if i'd ever done that before and it made me look like such a pro <laughs> um but that was fun hey anyway back to business and, and masculine stuff um yeah like that was amazing like my dream has always been since i started setting circles up was like okay i set this up i let it grow and then i kind of you know jump ship and i create one somewhere else and it becomes something of its own um otherwise i just have circles everywhere and it just becomes unmanageable and, and it's always that's kind of what leadership is right it's like sort of who's next to kind of take this in, in the direction that it needs to to give it freshness but when you said to me like I want to run my own like in real life it's like that's so cool and you're doing it with another man obviously from our, our circle too like mm -hmm. um how was that because you've gone from our start our, our circle started almost two years ago and so you've you've had that time in the circle uh, and looking into men's work and now here you are running your own like tell me about that experience like running your first and and how it was suddenly taking care of those men kind of coming in going what the hell it it felt so natural going out of the retreat and also the period um of, of traveling by myself and, and spending a lot of time with uh with my past uh, two to three years and my personal development it felt very natural to 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 make this next step and it wasn't it didn't feel like a big decision it just felt um, as if i wanted to try this out i had the feeling that i wanted 
more of of this. I wanted to um, not only experience this great um, exchange uh, between men in an online or retreat environment. I wanted to have that um, also where where I lived, um, and that's how it all began. And um, it was a few weeks of of um, planning and. Um, uh, finding a place to do it and then a few sessions with you of how to run it and uh, what needs to be considered and um, it never felt as if it was something that was you know, out of this world and and, um, and and something that I wasn't um, prepared for because I always and, and that's also um, uh, how um, we both run it um, we never we never started um, this whole topic with the with the ambition or desire to to be coaches. We always started this because we wanted to have that same experience in the real world um, that we had um, online or, or in a retreat. And um, this is also why every time and uh, I've, I've run this uh, for two times now and we will continue every month it doesn't feel like something that is a lot of work or it doesn't feel like a big a huge challenge it feels like like um, something that i really enjoy doing um, and um, i had we had the pleasure to to build up a group of about eight men joining um in the first in the first couple of weeks and it already feels like a like a great connection and it feels for for us it feels like being part of that group and less so of, of, of running the group. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing, right? Like facilitating and just providing the space, but also being able to take part in it, right? It's like you're getting the value by the sounds of things. Um, I created a, a circle in Hamburg uh, a couple of years back and, and it's still going strong. I mean, I'm, I'm here in Lisbon, but Bartosz is a guy that's taken it over and it's there's m many more men now. And so just watching these things kind of uh, grow and develop is, is beautiful. Like, what did you, um, what, what, what was the kind of uh, the value that, that the men got out of this? What did they share with you? What was the, because uh, often men are a bit kind of, um, closed at the beginning it's a new space you know but how did you navigate that how did how did that how did that uh, go so i experience um the men joining in a, in a similar way of, of how i had my first experience um you know there's a bit of nervousness and, and um, not knowing what's going to happen whether it's beer drinking or wrestling um or any highly any high highly spiritual uh, gathering um and i think immediately um as we as we open the circle and we do um the high low round and um we start sharing i think immediately a sense of authenticity belonging and depth uh, is created and um, this is what um, I've realized that not only for me, but also for the men now joining our circle, uh, provides value and they enjoy it and they, um, at their own speed, at their own time, 
uh, start to feel uh, comfortable and start sharing. Um, and it's very interesting also to see, you know, oftentimes um, it is, um, there's, there's some insecurity about, you know, what, what is this all about? I don't have an issue with masculinity. Um, and then as we go into the discussion, we realize that maybe we don't have an issue, uh, but it's certainly of value to talk about um, our roles and uh, some of the perceptions that um, we have um, or seem to have um, of, of who we are in life. And that's how great conversations and um, exchanges is triggered. Mm. And you'd mentioned, just as we were catching up before we hit the record button, um, the impact that this has also had on on your partner, right? You, you have a partner and, and, and she was curious um, uh, about you going to the circle and, and are you willing to share again, like kind of what, uh, just how, how she perceived you when you came back and, and what the impact and the value of you being in a circle has been on, on her and your relationship? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it goes beyond the circle itself, but as you, as, as I mentioned uh, earlier, yes, uh, when I when I go to the circle um, and come back, she realizes how um, how well I am and, and how how much good that does for me as a man and how grounded and clear I I come back. So that's that's something that also gave me a lot of um, energy. Um, and it goes beyond the circle itself. It goes into um, my whole my whole journey um, and you know, coming from a place of a nice guy and realizing that there are things that need more clarity and now being at a place where I feel as if I have, you know, to a large degree or larger degree found who I am again and my values and how I still love to be, you know, caring and supporting and, and therefore for her, especially, but also for my family. Um, and this that this can actually be very much appreciated that this certain kind of soft leadership um, is very much appreciated and represents actually of who I want to be as a man. Mm. I love that phrase soft leadership that's um yeah that's really landing with me thank you for that man like you've shared so much and I'm I'm like it's just been an honor to just like hear about your journey man so like just thank you for being willing to to share that like is there anything else that you want to kind of share or speak about uh, that we haven't uh covered in uh in in, in talking about your journey and or, or any any other aspect related to it all all I can say or add is um that I also want to say thank you uh, back to you because you've been a major part in that journey uh, since we met two years ago, uh, you have helped me through that process and you've helped me understand a lot about who I am and helped me uh, recover uh, as a nice guy. So I wanted to also make sure that I thank you back. Thanks, man. That's um, just letting that land. That's, uh, that means a lot. It really means a lot. It's been an honor. It really, really has. Thank you. Hmm. All right, Chris, thank you so, so much for your time. If any man is out, out there is um, resonating with Chris's story and experience, then 
he has a circle in Germany. I have a couple, but there are circles all over the world, wherever you are, and 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 online, right? So it's um, uh, as I always say, that the first step is just to sign up and just show up, you know, and just just see what it's like. Because uh, Chris's journey, similar to mine, has just just been truly transformational. So Chris, um, thank you so much for your time, brother, and uh, have a beautiful day. Thank you, Rich.